Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of For the Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Scott. Uh, thanks to everyone that watched the first one. We got a good interaction out of that. And uh, thanks to everyone at four, the number four, for the boys podcast. Uh, today, I'm here with one of my closest friends that I got from uh, Ithaca College, uh, Dylan. How you doing, Dylan? I'm doing great. How about you, Noah? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to go back. How about you? Oh, so am I. But I want to say thank you for letting me come on the show. Of course. It is for the boys. So at any moment, when one of the boys texts me, they can come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Well, I wanted to have you on because me and Nick talked about it last episode, Well, but very briefly, uh, about physical and mental health. And mm-hmm. um, I I don't want to be, like, too cheesy about it, but, I mean, you're the one that really got me into, like, going to the gym. You taught me everything I know, which isn't a, isn't a lot, but it's still more than what I knew going into it. And uh, yeah. I just wanted to have you on because – your journey into going into the gym and finding like, I again I hate to be, be a little cheesy, but like your inner peace and like working out and being a little more mentally there in life. I want to talk about that because, what, the things you've told me and the things you've told our friends, I mean, it does inspire me to the point to try to go to the gym a little more, try to be more physically and mentally healthy, and I, I wanted to dedicate a pod to uh, just talking about you because. Everyone should have a Dylan Henderson in their life. <laughs> well, thank you. But to be honest, I can't take all the credit. You know, Noah Haberman, or, or my roommate, also a good friend of ours, he helped teach me, and I, which helped me teach you, and he both has chimed in here and there. But um, if I won't really want to start it off, I could just start from like, going to high school. My older brother, he was a huge wrestler and loved it. So, like, being fit and weight watching, all that was big for him. And my our neighbor was getting rid of some like equipment and they gave it to us. So there was some little stuff down in our basement. He'll be in there every night. So that was the only like true thing that we had access to. But being a high school kid, that wasn't my main thing to focus on in life. But playing baseball in high school and having dreams of playing in college, sadly injuries didn't let me play in college. But um, going with all that in mind, my parents always tried to push me to go to the gym. Like, Dylan, work out. Dylan, got to go work out. Like, yeah, you're doing nothing by just sitting on the couch and watching TV all day. Like, all right. But, like, that obviously didn't let me do anything in life. But so then years go on. And then senior year, high school rolls around. And I was, like, I was just chilling and going to the gym, like, every couple of months. Like, it wasn't really anything serious. But um, late December rolls around. And I was trying to get with this girl. And I was, like, talking to her. And, like, I tried to shoot my shot to take her on a date. And then she, I got denied. But then later on, I turned to realize it's because I was overweight. I wasn't like a fat kid, but like that you see that most you of had the weight. Yeah. Like my face was literally like a, like a shape of a donut. So, but, um, so with New Year's Eve coming right around, I was like, all right, I'm going to, lo- I'm going to lose weight. And I turned, proved her wrong. And then, like, the first, like, January 1st, the first time I was going to an actual, an actual gym, buy, getting a membership and all that, I texted a friend of mine, I was like, all right, watch. By the summertime, time, I am going to get abs. And, like, she, like, didn't believe me. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to prove you wrong. And from that point forward, from January 1st, 2019 forward, I had my background as, like, as a black screen with white lettering saying, prove them wrong. So with, with that focus of was my motivation to prove my uh, – my people wrong outside that I was overweight and I just want to lose weight to make myself feel better and to like 
like knock all that stuff out, prove him wrong for baseball because we were always doubted for baseball. And uh, it was my senior year, so I wanted to go out like on, with a bang, but sadly I didn't because I got injured, and that my whole season got taken out. And then like just just like prove to myself wrong that I can do it and be successful in life. And but as time goes on, it was just more of that motivation. It's like all right, let's keep going, keep going. And I started out on the journey at 170, being about 5'8". So, like, that's a lot of weight. And I'm not even at that weight right now, to be honest with you. And obviously, I'm a lot stronger than I was back then. But um, when when the journey started, like, I would not be able to take off my shirt and look in the mirror because I was not satisfied with what I was seeing back. So, when I went on a diet, because that was one of the main things, like, all right, you got to get a diet. You got to figure this out. Um, I was just straight chicken, rice, lunch, and dinner. And then I have like a small I breakfast. I did those a couple. I did that for about a month and a half with you, I want to say. Yeah. And it's like, it's a struggle. But I kid you not, from about January to early September, straight dinner, chicken rice, and maybe one cheat meal. And like that cheat meal is like spaghetti. Like that's like a, like a bad day. Or like I'll have like a steak or something with like mashed potatoes. Like, but like that's like I, I consider a cheat meal. Like I, I totally with cold turkey and sweets. Like, it was awful. Like, I don't know how the hell I did it, but somehow I did. And by May, I lost, like, 21 pounds because I was just straight eating chicken and rice and working out and doing all these other different activities, trying to lose weight and be make, my, make myself a better person. But then, obviously, started 2020. Things started getting a little different. Um, I lost a couple of close people to my family and some, like, people I inspire, like, and, like, were huge role models in my life and the next like when I got a like, huge downfall I remember coming to you to talk about it when my grandma passed like that night and then like, a couple of days later what really got me back to like help push myself because being like a low like hitting like the low floor was do it for people who can't so like and then this also coincides because my good friends in the military so like if something were to happen to him, just do something that you know you can do for those who can't because they wish they could be in your shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like just having that whole mind process, like, all right, I, I'm grateful enough to be able to walk every day, being able like, to like, talk to you on the phone and like do all of this. But it's like, all right, now I got to because when my whole mindset changed, I was hitting that like brick wall, like injuries starting to come to me again, like hurting my knee from squatting, having bad form. I was like, all right, I had to reset myself. I was like, all right, you got to do this thing right if you want to improve yourself and just go straight at it with, all right, we're going to we're gonna accomplish this task and just do it for people who can't do it. I think that's, I think that's a pretty beautiful point just about like life in general. And I, I know we talk, we have been talking for about seven minutes now, but when it comes to life and just working out, it's very important for you to do what you can for yourself. And I think it's like, I just said, very beautiful that like you're doing that for yourself, but you're also thinking about everyone around you in a sense. Yeah. And it's like when, like, even when I first started, like you obviously be mindful when you first go, cause it's the gym is intimidating. Like, don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. when you first walk into the state, like the, in the doors, they step through, you see all these guys who guys and girls are like extremely fit. And you don't see that one guy who looks like you. And like that, when first you first get there, is intimidating, and which you just have to break that set of mind. Like, all right, you can do this. You're you're able to do it. Just get 
through these hard days because it's going to be a process no matter what you do, what you want to train for. Like, obviously, you're not going to go to gym for a week just and run and be able to compete in a marathon the next the following week because it's going to take a while. And the same thing, like, you had to set, like, many goals for yourself. Like, for, like one of the things that, like, really helped me was taking progress pictures and seeing all that. And then it's, like, helping me take my shirt off in the mirror because that's one of the things I hated doing. Like, I would never do it. And even, like, trying to go for gym, I would hate take my shirt off. Like, I would just – like, if, if it came down last period of the day I had gym, I wouldn't change my shirt. Like, it was just something like this, something like that because I was so embarrassed, like, how I looked. But then take seeing progress pictures of myself and doing all that. It's like, all right, I make it a change. And now I got to get going and build all muscle because my first step was just losing the fat. Now I'm going to build myself back up. Uh, I like all the methods you just said. I mean, I feel like it's not that I feel like you were the one that taught me how to do multiple things like that. Like the progress pictures I don't do now because, Mm. but, but when I was at school, cause you know, with COVID and everything, I just became so unmotivated and I'm finally working back from that unmotivation right now, Mm -hmm. which it really sucks to say, but like the progress pictures. And then I also wanted to talk about, the, the fact that, like, the gym, everyone's kind of scared of when they first go, start going. But I feel like, and, of course, I had you and Noah as, like, to back me up a little bit when I really started to go the second semester of last year. But most people in the gym are nice guys. Oh, yeah. Like, and, like, like it's it's really funny. Like, the intimidation factor really isn't that, like, you just got to break it. Like, two days in, you're like, oh, wow, all these people are just trying to do the same thing I'm doing. They're just trying to live their best life. Yeah, and, like, everyone's there to improve themselves. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, like, that's, like, I feel like the biggest drawback of people when they first go because they're so scared that they don't know what to do. Like, they don't have to do exercises. They don't know what to do. They don't have, like, a routine in place. And, like, you – even for me, like, when I first started, like, you could sit down and just talk to some guy and, like – or girl even, and they will help you. They will come up with a plan and try to help you with it. Like, they're all – like, everyone who I talk to at the gym is, like – they're like very genuine, nice people. And mm-hmm. if you have a question, they rather you help, like they rather help you than watch you do it wrong and potentially hurt yourself as you increase in weight and all this stuff. Cause it's, it's almost like a little community when you're in a gym and you see the same faces every single time. Cause you go in the same time almost every day. And it's like, you get to like know these people and like their stories and backgrounds and like helps. And it almost like helps you motivate yourself too. Cause you hear, Oh, life's like not life's not the same for everyone. Everyone goes through their own hardship. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like, yeah, I feel like the gym, and especially like before COVID, it was a place where like you meet a lot of people with a lot of different backgrounds, and it mm-hmm. kind of sounds cheap. I've been saying that the entire podcast. <laughs> it sounds kind of cheesy, but like, I made friends in the gym that like I talk to now. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't like Gabe. And, yeah, and of a couple other people, like I didn't really talk to him as much as I did until like he was at the gym, and I was like busting his balls about like some of the stuff that he did, saying that I mm-hmm. did better, even though I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, it was just good. It was just kind of cool, like that that you find that like camarader- camaraderie in between people. Yeah, and like even like with me and Gabe. We like talk almost every day, but it's like just little stuff like about form and like we and like we just help push each other. Like if I see a video from his that he posts at G Ball Fitness on Instagram, go check out and go f- follow it because he's a great guy and knows all his stuff. 
But just, just look up Gabe Batiera and you'll just find all the things that he reaches out. Yeah, from. but he's one of the hardest working people I know. Yeah, and like if I see something like the other day, he was doing like overhead press, like one thirty-five or six. Like, all right, I'm gonna go beat that now. It's like <laughs> seeing that like little motivations. Like that's how like that's the mindset you need. It's like you gotta go in one day at a time and try to beat one person in the gym and like just work harder than some other person. You're gonna find success. Mm-hmm. I remember when we uh when we really started benching you and me. And mm-hmm. I was like, when I come back from uh, spring break before the end of the semester, I'm going to be doing a full, like, 45 plate. Of course, mm-hmm. we never went back. But uh, I, it, it was kind of fun, like, to, like, challenge myself. And I'm like, no, I can keep going. I can keep going. And now I, I'm definitely stronger than what I once was, you know? Yeah, and just those little milestones that just make you happy as a person. Like, like I, with you, when you hit 135, you were, ec- like, ecstatic. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like it doesn't even have to be just bent. It's like, being able to curl like say 35 pounds on each arm like 10 times like just like those little things like all right i went up five pounds since like last month or i went up 10 pounds like six months ago or whatever you're the sets that they were doing like just the little things just make just going to the gym like better and like all right what i'm doing is actually working because it does take a long time and if you quit early because you don't think you don't see results it's like it's not, not it's like nothing easy to do because if it was, everyone would be doing it. But, of course, not everyone does it. I also think that it's important that, sure, you might not see progress right away. I was different. Remember that, like, first week I saw progress? Like, I actually did see the progress right away. Mm-hmm. And I, I and then I didn't see it for, like, a week and a half, like, two weeks. Now. You just can't get discouraged in yourself. And I know that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. It's, it's human nature to get a to just get a little discouraged in yourself and like give up on yourself, but you just got to hop back up and you got to just push further and keep striving. Yeah. And that's that when that happens, like with you, like you had a good surrounding, like, like a group that's going to help oh, continue to motivate. So like when that happens, if you had that right group of people who just want to push you to make you see yourself better, that's how you, that, that's going to make you continue to go and having friends who do go is going to make, all right, let's go. Like, all right. Gabe's going today. Noah's going today. Nick's going today. Like, let's mm-hmm. go do a workout with them. And doing those joint workouts is like, it was a lot of fun to do, which is one of the things I miss with COVID because you can't really do that anymore. But yeah, that was the worst. The best was like, you were just saying that, like, you get that support around you. And it, it was great when, like, it was only like two, three times, like, ever when you were like, nah, like, I'm tired. I'm going to go later. I'm like, nah, dude, we're going right now. Like, mm-hmm. and it was, <laughs> it was the other it way was around. Very- it was the other way around. But like in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I could do that. And you're like, you're doing it. We're going. And then those like two, three times where it was like, either like Noah was tired because he just took a test, or like I was just just not mentally just like prepared. And then it was like either you just weren't feeling it that day, and we all would just look at each other and we're like, we're going. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter. We're we're doing this. Yeah. Exactly. Oh I'm, boy, I miss it. Like you just like you just come over from the next stream. Like all right, going to the gym now. Get ready. Let's go. I'm like, oh, come on. I just want to relax. I'm like, nope. Get up. We're going. I'm like, all right. All right. Okay. I want to bring that up because um, for some people not listening, they probably don't know this. We lived right next to each other oh, yeah. in our dorm building. It was me and Nick who was on last week. He was my, he is my roommate. And then it was, of course, all our friends lived on our same floor mostly, <laughs> yeah. but, which was fucking hilarious. But then literally to the door to my left, it was you and Noah. Mm-hmm. Do you think we all would have became as close friends if we didn't live next to each other? Oh, no, no, not a shot. I'm being quite honest because when we did what orientation early on in the year, 
like in early like mid-August like we would all just go to things together and we would just go to the social events together because like we were the only people who know because of Harry our boy Harry mm-hmm. and um it was like we were just all together and just got close to each other we was all like we met other people too obviously but it was like we just always came back to each other because like all right we're gonna go back to the same floor you know like on the same building we all live on the same floor and me like what you and me then nick and noah obviously and then shane was like we're all like three stores in a row like all and then we had and then you the bathroom was like in the middle of like the floor and then Mm -hmm. you go across and then there's max and jeremy yeah so it's like we all walked back and like everyone's right there i just it was great because like i like i want to talk about Noah for a second my Mm -hmm. first like of course, like, I have other memories, but my first, like, real memory when I'm like, okay, this guy's gonna be a homie for life. We were both sitting at this, it was the, like, freshman welcome week, and I don't know why Ithaca, listen, you're a great school, I don't know why you did a week of that shit. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was all like, icebreakers and just oh garbage. My God. <laughs> I survived Midnight Madness. Oh, but, yes. um, it was one of the events where, like, we had to sit in the A&E Center, and it was just speech after speech after speech. Oh, yes. And I was just like, listen, I- I'm just going to go to my room. Like, I'm going to go get, like, ready for some school. I'm going to just go play some PlayStation. Like, I'm not going to deal with any of this this shit. And Noah was sitting right next to me or something. Like, we were texting in, like, our, our newly found group chat. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm just going to say I have a headache. Like, they-, they can't force me to be here. And uh, so I tell, like the person like the student that was in charge of me basically i'm like i'm going to my dorm i don't feel well and she's like okay she, she didn't really care and then i text in the group i'm like i left and then not even five minutes later i hear a little on my door and it's noah and he's like i said the same thing want to play madden yeah <laughs> it, it, it was just great because like those little like instances were like and i'm sure you have those of like everyone like in our friend group it was just crazy like th- these little things really solidified that were like Okay, they're the homies. You can go to them yeah. for anything. And what what for me that like that moment where like we were a group was remember when Tony came up early on and then when Noah had to end his one of his relationships and like we were all outside the building just waiting for him to come down and because we were like, All right, this is the moment that we know we're gonna be for there for each other. And like still to this day, like, we all know like we could count on the other person just to help us whenever. Yeah, it's it's a really great feeling. I feel like we all got lucky to have that like welcome mat of friends right away because I I know some people that like go to our school that like only have like two three really close friends. But I'm like, nah. If I if I need anything, I know drop on a dime, Dylan, Noah, Nick. But I knew Nick from high school or like mm-hmm. Max and Jeremy. They got me. And yeah. uh, I want to bring up how somebody got me. Um, Dylan somehow managed to get me a PlayStation Five. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. I I was looking for two months. Nick got one, and Shane, a very close friend of ours, um, me and him really wanted one, and we were like, "We're not gonna get this. This is gonna suck." I was just gonna wait till uh the school year when I could borrow Nick's and just play it when we were in the dorm together. And then I get a uh, call from Dylan because I don't check our our text chain that much. I'm terrible mm-hmm. texting, and he's like, "Did you check the group?" And I'm like, "No, I'm cooking." And he's like. Well, I got you a PlayStation Five, <laughs> and I, I was like, I, I was speechless. Like, I didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to fucking say. Yeah. What was, was going, what was going through your minds when you didn't get not one but two in the span of what fifteen minutes from each other? Not even fifteen, like ten minutes, I, I think. But uh, Nick, he showed me this like 
this uh these Twitter accounts to follow. I was like, all right, because I wanted to buy an Xbox Series X. I'm like, all right, I, how the hell do you get the PlayStation? And he showed me this like these Twitter accounts. Like, all right, I'm gonna try to do that. And I ended up getting it. And then you, I know you told me he told me that you wanted the PlayStation, and so did Shane. And there's these two drops happening in like span of 15 minutes. Like, all right, I have my card saved on both of the websites. Like, let's let's give it a shot. See what happens. I got one. And I was like, all right. So I put it on the group chat. I was like, Shane, do you want Shane to know or do you want this? And Shane jumped on it like two seconds later. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. It's like, all right. I feel bad for you because you did, were going to be out of one. But then the draft happened like five minutes later and I got another PlayStation. And I and that's when I called and I was like, yo, do you want this? And I, I, at first I was like, you're, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say like, you're playing. Like, that's not true. Like, you don't have them. I was like, and I, was, I took a screenshot and I think, and like, that's why I said, look at the group chat. Like I had the proof, like right here. Like you could take it if you want. And it was it was just crazy because you didn't even want one. You went out of your way just to like hook up the homies. Yeah, and then I helped Max get a couple for him and his friends, and then I was giving Jeremy updates to get one for his, for himself too. So we almost like always got one that we wanted like within a span of a week. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, it was it was a, it was an interesting time, and then when they all when we all got it, it's like, well, we couldn't we we had no social life after that because you're all addicted to gaming. Listen, in in the uh, in the COVID ridded uh ridded world, um, there's not much to do except play video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, but it's 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 still something like. I like at one point I was not on my phone for like a span of like four hours because I was playing Madden just straight. And I look at my phone and I'm like 30 missed that. I had 30 text messages because our group chat was blowing up for some reason. A couple of people Snapchatted me. And then like one of my fr- close friends, like, why haven't you answered your phone? You always answer the phone like within like 10, 15 minutes when you're home. It's like, yeah, like the new uh, Xbox got to my house and I've been a little busy with it. And she's like, you're serious. You picked your game console over me. I'm like, yep, a hundred percent, of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was mad. Was like, eh, what are you gonna do? Um, I want to bring up our, our text chain, and I want to apologize to everyone. Uh, I'm sorry I never answered. Uh, mm-hmm. I I just I, I'm I'm on my phone a good amount, but I'm just I think I'm a terrible person to text with. If you if you FaceTime me, guarantee I'll answer. Like it's 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 ninety five percent of the time I will answer the phone. But uh, I don't know what it is about texting. Yeah, it's especially group chats. Especially group chats. I'm terrible at that. It's like then like when we get to, like those conversations about football. It's like if you say one small thing that everyone doesn't agree with, it's like oh no, what the oh, hell our, our, say? our group chat's big enough that it will we will be divided. It's really bad. And, and, but then it's like we all come together back at the end, and we just all just joke around about it. And then like you would get ripped about the smallest thing ever. It's it's so bad. Like I still get like all these weird memes about every like small thing I did wrong, and I still had the remember the list that was on our door. Oh my god, what's the name of it? Oh, what uh, the uh, the game we made? Yes, that game. Oh, okay. So I think we. Sh- this is another funny thing. Uh, this is a story. Um, it goes back to uh, I'm we're not gonna uh, say what the uh the punishment is for this game, because we are uh yeah yeah. But um, it was basically we all said or did something so often. Mm-hmm. Like, think about for the listeners out there. 
Think about something you do constantly that you like forget that you do. That was what was your thing on the list. So it's like, yeah. do this punishment every time. What was yours? Oh yeah, Dylan going on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, it went on Tinder. <laughs> or do uh, do the punishment if Noah Scott insulted someone as a joke. Like, uh-huh. but we had like how like twelve people on that list. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much like, almost everyone on our floor. Had it was everyone on our floor, and then we were adding like a couple of the girls that like lived under us and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was it was really funny, and I and I suggest to everyone out there if you're close enough with a group of friends and they won't get mad at you, just adopt this game into yourself. Uh, make the punishment whatever you want. You don't even have to do the punishment, but we had like a tallies going on. It was like, and on, and but on, then like y'all were like, if I was in a line with like three girls, was waiting to get food, you make up oh, Dylan three tallies right Dylan, there. I'm like tally, tally. <laughs> I'm like what? Like what did I do wrong? Like I'm just standing in line trying to get food because I'm hungry. Tally. Yeah, exactly. For like, the wrong reasons, tally. Or if I look at a professor who's a girl, tally. I'm like tally. <laughs> yep. Literally, Noah, we're in biology. And he's like, dealing with the professor. He's like, what? He's like, tally. I'm like, well, well. What was Noah's? When he brought up uh, uh, friends of uh, his hometown. Oh, his hometown friends. Well, that yeah. was, I'm, I'm going to just bring Noah on at some point when we're all together just so we could talk about his uh, home friends. Oh, my God. I love them. I love They're them. great. Oh, my God. The, the, the funny thing is, for a guy that none of us knew before we all got the college, We've basically adopted a lot of the things that he did at home. Oh, oh yeah, and like even like your friend groups with you and Nick, like <laughs> like I've met a lot of people from your friend group too. I mean, that's what I kind of liked that like we could interact in a way with like multiple people from our backgrounds, and we all just kind of like we just vibed. Mm-hmm. And then this summer when I get my pool in, y'all coming down. Oh, so that, that's my turn. It, it's my turn to. Introduce you to my friends from here. I'm excited, you know. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to most about hopefully going back to uh, Ithaca College? Just vibing with y'all, because I'm I share with my brother, so like it's not like I have my own room, so I'm used to having rooms. So, like Noah's like a chill guy. I love being with them. So and then like and Max and Jeremy right like literally across the hall from me, and then you and Nick are down the down the floor under us. I'm so, so like, mad we're not on the same floor as you guys. Hey, at least we're in the same building. At least we're in the same building. But just, like, being a vibe with y'all and, like, just creating those memories again. Because, like, now, like, with all COVID, it's, like, like what people have said in, in your podcast, like, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen the next day. You just live in the moment. And it's, like, just chilling with y'all and, it's, like, just soaking it all in because, like, who knows when it's our day to go. You know what I'm saying? What um are you least forward, honestly, least, like, looking forward to? Well, that's oh, going to the gym and only have forty five minutes to work to work out. That's probably that and I I kid you not. If that's the same, I am buying a membership at some other gym. If it's like a hundred dollars a month, I don't care. I'm dropping a hundred hundred dollars a month for three months. Yeah, hopefully, uh, it's a little better. What's your uh, what's your semester looking like? Are you having a hard semester academically? Yes and no. Like, I only have, like, one uh, choir class for my major and one for my minor. And, like, taking, like, this one class, like, a gen ed, music and society. I think you're in it, too. Or was it rock styles? Rock styles. That we're in together. And then one that's asynchronous, and then the other is, I I might drop because I don't need that many credits. 
but it's like all my classes are online so like theoretically if i wanted to come home for a week and just chill i could do that but obviously i'm not gonna want to do that but, we've been home too long oh yeah yes we have but how, how about yours how's your looking uh honestly i mean i feel like you knew this I, me and nick were talking about this off the podcast mm-hmm. i was always the guy with the 8 a.m's i was like okay i'm gonna get in get out i'll have the rest of the day free I do not have one 8 a.m. this entire semester. The earliest my classes start are at 10 o'clock. Yeah. I don't, I had one 8 a.m. and it was only on Thursday. And that was the second semester right before COVID hit. So I, got, I had half a semester of one class a week at 8 a.m. And that was brutal. I got to give like you and Shane props for doing it like almost every day. I'm like, I, I could never do that. Like It was just... funny. Like me and Shane would be like, except for like the other guys that lived on our floor that we weren't as friendly with, but like, me and Shane would like see each other in the bathroom and guys were brushing our teeth at like seven thirty in the morning, exhausted as Nick's still sleeping. It's like I could like literally hear Noah snoring snoring through your door. Mm-hmm. It was uh it was very funny. Like me and Shane were like, All right, let's we're up and at him, let's go, let's go to class. And then you guys would be at going to class at like two thirty, I'm like, Oh, I'm done. Oh yeah. But then like also you and Max and Jeremy and Nick will have like we'll have a class on a Friday. And we're like we're still going to class and all that, and we're still doing work, and we're just looking at y'all when you're all done. So we're like, "What the hell? Like, how the hell do we have to do this all this work and y'all just chilling half the time?" Well, it was it was well, we're also two different complete majors. Yeah, like, it's different. But um, it was funny. Like Nick would have a class at like six thirty on a Thursday, but he'd be done on like he'd have no class on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And the, like the funny thing is, our days wouldn't be any different. We'd still be doing schoolwork. Sure, we might like sleep in like an extra hour, but we'd still go to the gym. Like we'd still get all our work done. Oh yeah, but and just like just being able to like, just that's one thing I'm really gonna miss is like just being able to like walk into your room and it's like because I remember we had our own knock <laughs> and so and like, it's because just... some people would just randomly walk in our doors. Yeah, and I'd be like, I I remember one time Jeremy walked in the room and I I screamed at him because I was mm-hmm. just like. I was just not feeling it. And I was just like, damn, I feel so bad. We were just all so comfortable with each other. And I was like, shit. I yelled yeah. at him. I was just like, well, you want to know I'll never yell at Dylan. And so we, we literally made our own knock. So, like, he would just knock and then you could walk in. And I'm like, okay, at least it's just Dylan. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Jeremy. He's like my little brother, I swear. I mean, I we, our group, should, we, should we say what our uh, group chat name is with Jeremy? I'm pretty sure you're the one who created it. So if you oh, want no, I, to. No, I, I'm, full, I'm fully. I'll, I'll take credit of what I named the group chat. Yeah, go it's ahead. Called, it's called J Money Have My Babies. <laughs> um, ladies, if there's anyone listening out there, uh, Jeremy Goldstein is one hunk of a guy. Mm-hmm. He'll treat you right. And he, uh, he loves to order food in. Oh, so, yes, he uh, does. So he'll treat you. He'll treat you good. Yeah. He's, only, he's like, he's literally my younger brother. I, I, he's he's our younger bro- brother, but uh, he's the same exact age as us. Yeah, and that, if like if if we're if we're being honest, if we took a photo like all of us and we guess like who's the youngest, it's probably going to be me because I am the shortest person at, like out of our group. Honestly, I still think if we like random person looked at a picture of uh, like all of us, the people that are living together, um, and basically said we point them like, okay, who's the youngest? I think it's either going to be Jeremy or me. I think they'll still think you're older. Well, like, because I'm just so short, but compared to y'all, because, like, you're, like, everyone's, I think, pretty, almost everyone's six foot, at least, besides Except Nick and for you. Yeah, you and Nick. And then, like, Jeremy's, like, what, six four, six five, max, six four. Jeremy is not six four. He's tall. 
That's all. Is that's, Jeremy that tall? Has yes. Been that long? Well, also, I have to like look straight up to see him. So what? he's at he's at least that like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you you and Noah are both like what six one. Yeah, I like to say I'm six one. And then you Max know, is six two, at least six three. Max is I I would say Max is six four. I would not say Jeremy is that tall. They're they're I, about I the same Jeremy's height. Like, I swear they're about the same height. No, they're not. But yeah, are they really? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. That's actually crazy. I just didn't even realize that. Yeah, because we haven't seen him in a long time. That's probably why. When we go back in a couple of weeks, you can be like, look at. When we go back, I'm going to go straight up to Jeremy, give him the biggest hug ever, and then be like, oh, wait. COVID. Sorry, Jeremy. COVID. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you have the hotel or? I'm taking the hotel, sadly. Nick's moving in an hour before me. Oh, wow. So I take the hotel. Yeah. Wow. Even though, like, me and Nick, like, mutually agreed. Like, he, he'd take the hotel just, like, because he knew I really didn't want it. And then, like, he got the time slot. I'm like, I'm not going to make him change his time slot. Like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. Over the summer, if we were supposed to move into the, uh, in the fall, I was going to buy, like, a party city, like, prison jumpsuit and uh, wear that throughout my whole entire stay of being in the hotel. But I feel like it's just, uh, it's it's in bad taste now. Yeah, I would say so. But then just we just got to vlog it and be like, all right, day one of quarantine. And then we get out the next day, pretty much. Hopefully, from what I've read, it could be longer than a day, but I feel like it it shouldn't be. I it should be a little less than a day. I all I've heard was eighteen to twenty four hours, and if it's more than twenty four hours, I'm not going to be a happy camper. Are you taking the room, or yes, I'm taking the hotel room. Noah moves in two days before I do, so I'm stuck. I wouldn't be as like butthurt if 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 Nick was moving in like a couple of days before me but it's literally the hour and I'm like shit well I, I really don't care because that's like also one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring a car up that because I had to go in a hotel it's like I'm not I don't trust because we were what well, for people who don't know we had to meet if we're at the hotel you have a choice like put yourself in like a storage room for Ithaca and like I don't trust people like with my stuff and a whole bunch of other people's mm-hmm. stuff so I'm just gonna keep majority of it in my car what day are you moving in? Uh, 29th. Noah moves in the tw- uh, 27th, oh. which is that Wednesday. What time do he, does he move in? I have no clue. I'm a text Noah. Because if he's moving in the same time as me, and he's got his car, I might be like, hey, can I just throw my clothes in your car, buddy? So mm. I don't have to carry everything to the hotel. Granted, Nick's moving in the same time as me, but like, or the hour before me. But uh, if he can't, you know, I don't want to ri- risk him getting in trouble for uh, helping me out. Yeah, but then Max and Jeremy move in. Like, the week before we do. Like, they're, like, the 19th and 20th. Well, I know Max, he does crew. So, that's mm-hmm. why he's moving so early. But I don't know why Jeremy is. I think Jeremy just wants to get out of the house. I'm like, all right, good for you, Jeremy. I don't blame him. Yeah. But I, it's it's going to be interesting when we go back up. Because, like, what? It's, a, it's, a, it's literally going to be the first time since spring break that we're all together. Besides Shane. I'm going to miss Shane. I'm a machine. Sadly, our friend Shane isn't coming back. Um, we were talking about what you're excited for and what you're least excited for. Uh, let's let's look back into the past, like we were before. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how you want to uh, live life to the fullest, live life for the people that sadly can't live life yeah. to the same caliber as you can. What was one of your favorite memories from our first semester together, or like our half semester together? 
our first semester? Either first, like, you know, the spring or the fall of uh, 2019, 2020. Of us, like, us as a group? Whatever you want. I'm, I'm interested in what you would say. You could tell a couple. All right. So, for Max, Max was like, Noah Haberman has a video of this. Max was like lying down, playing with our fan. Yeah. Yeah. And I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And we were, me and Noah, just chilling through the homework. And then he's just recording Max for some reason because he was doing something stupid. And then he's playing with the fan, and the fan just falls on his face. Like, he literally pushed the fan onto himself when he's lying down. And, like, I love Max. He's the funniest guy, like, one of the funniest guys I know. And, like, that just, like, almost, like, defines him a little bit. Like, he just he just fools around, and he just ends up doing something stupid. I think we have a pretty funny friend group. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when it comes to Max, he'll just do something, and it'd be the funniest thing you saw the entire day. Oh, yeah. And there's various times where he was working on a film with Noah when he was doing his ice film. And I, I, I'm just in the background just watching it. And I, I, I have a hard time just not laughing, just watching them two just go at it. And it's, just, it's, it's so hard because they do the dumbest things. Oh, and by the way, another thing that they do that's those two do that's so funny, Weaver Chefs. Got to give them oh. a shout out with their content. I'm going to shout them out on my Twitter for their Instagram, even though uh, 12 people follow the Twitter. Kurt. Hey, we got to get some followers um, up. It's at Weaver Chefs. Weber Chefs. The dynamic that is Noah Haberman and Max Fink, the Finkmeister, mm-hmm. uh, it's just fantastic. Oh my, I did, like, it's, There's it's just show. so funny. <laughs> yes. And, and they're not, like, meaning to be funny, because, like, of course, there's, like, those times where, like, I'm trying to make a joke, Nick's trying to make a joke, but they're just so unrelentingly hilarious, and they don't even mean to be. Mm-hmm. So, if you put Max and Noah in a room together, you will have a good time. And can you put him, Max, Noah, and Shane in? It's I, I can't. Chaotic. Like, literally, it was like, I, I, would, I would go to the bathroom, and I'd come back, and Max and Shane, and Max, Noah, and Shane going at it with each other, and they're all dying. Over the stupidest things. No, no it's like not even that. Like, they would make a joke, and they just keep going at it and at it, and like they're on the ground pissing themselves, just laughing. I'm like, what like literally, I was done two minutes. Like, what has happened here? My, I think my favorite thing about Shane, honestly, is that he was at the end of the hall, so it, he would need to have a reason to come over to us, and he'll just pop in for six seconds, say this just the most hilarious thing, walk out. It's like he threw a live grenade, mm-hmm. and he just hear us laughing as he walked away. And he gets say with such a straight face. You don't know if he's joking or not, but he obviously is. And you you, you just can't keep a control of it. it, it it's, oh my, I, I can't with him. I, and and the, and the one thing that I love about Shane, like, since him and our room were next to each other, like, right next to each other, it's like his bed and our bed were the only thing that was in between us was the wall. And you could almost talk to each other through the outlet since there's like one straight hole almost. And like whenever he's doing something, like I hear him, I'll just yell at him through the um the plug, the outlet, and he'll hear me, hear me, and I just hear him start laughing because he knows it's me going through the outlet. I just love that we all live next to each other like that because like my the wall was in between Shane's bed, the wall, and then your bed, and mm-hmm. then the same room as you. It was Noah, then the wall, and then me, and then so, Nick, and then Nick in the room. Mm-hmm. But it would be really funny if like if 
Noah was in the room by himself. He'd put his Beats headphones on. He would like he'd be doing work at the on his computer, like studying. But he had a bouncy ball. Yeah. He'd just throw it at the wall. But he'd be throwing it at my wall, so I would just hear it. And I one time I was just I was just busting his balls, mm-hmm. and he threw it. And I said, "You mother, like you motherfucker, like if you throw that ball one more time, I'm gonna go from there." And I was like, and I was just yelling at him because like it was just hilarious. And then he just stopped, like he stopped throwing the ball for like for like 15 seconds. And then all you do is just hear the ball go one more time. It, it was just, it was the best. It was so funny. Uh, I'm not even shocked by that. Cause it's like, he was just probably like, like what? Cause it was, it's probably his headphones on. He couldn't hear a thing. And then just continue to keep going after it. Well, I missed that. Oh, another time. I, I missed it. Back things. to your question about the memory came up to me. The water gun flight. Which time? <laughs> we had wars, dude. We acted like six year olds. I think it was what me and you. Versus what Nick and Noah, and it got we like my water gun broke, and I got my like my Gatorade bottle, and I started using that as a water gun. And I started chasing around the, literally the whole entire dorm building. We were our dorm was pretty big too, but we yeah. were running like up and down like three flights of stairs. We were just going absolutely like just bonkers. Oh and, like an RA walked in on us, and they're like. You can't do that. I'm like, what are you gonna yell at us for playing with water guns? Mm-hmm. Yes. It, like we were, it got so bad. Like we were buying them off Amazon mm-hmm. to just like keep like this war going. It was, that was fun. Oh my gosh! Like it, it was just really funny. And the the mess that we were making the hall. Oh, oh my gosh! Speaking of mess, dumpster <laughs> throwing the stuff out from the balcony. Okay, into the dumpster. Listen. To give context to the dumpster and. uh I was the one that did this, I feel like, the most. Probably. Um, we lived on the third floor. And on the third floor, we had a balcony. And off of the balcony, there was a dumpster under us. Mm-hmm. So if you had garbage, and please tweet at me if you w- if you would do the same or if you wouldn't. Why would you walk down three flights of stairs? If you just had perfect aim, you would just throw your garbage into the dumpster. We never missed. We, we, mi- we missed. We missed a couple times. I never did. I was great. <laughs> I would just, I, I just throw my garbage didn't care. The, the only time I would go down is like for recycling because I just had like a bunch of water bottles. The, and when we throw the bananas down, and like that, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. We never did anything like that. No. Oh no, no, but like there's never bananas in our room, in my room, never. Never. That's a story for a, a lady thing. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on that stuff. Like I think that like when when y'all just came into our room with the whole tray of bananas. <laughs> just a surprise me when I was doing work. It was it, yeah. Listen, you and Noah had two of the <laughs> arts, have two of the hardest majors on campus. So if like our just the dumbassery can make you laugh as you're doing your work, that's all we were striving for. Like I was, I was very shocked. And I think one time, I think I was, I don't know if I was with you. Y'all just had my backpack, and we you literally filled up my backpack with bananas. I think you weren't. I think you left to go to the mailroom or something, and you're like, I don't want to walk my backpack back or something. We were at when we were eating, and I'm like, okay, I'll carry it for you, like no big deal. And we were just like, well, we're gonna take this free fruit with us. We're like, mm. we're not gonna come back. Yeah, Either we true. buy it at Wegmans or we use like the dining hall to get this food. And we would just walk in, take all the fruit, walk out. We would take all of it. There was a whole lot of it, but we would take. Like, well, they would restock it every like 15 minutes. Yeah, we took like a solid majority of the fruit. Ten percent of the fruit is going to us. I feel. Oh, yeah, easily. And like what? We're six people. Are like the four thousand people who come and eat in that dining hall. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. That dining hall was a mess. Oh, <laughs> the thing, the, like just the dumb things we did. The doors that we thought the alarm would come off. Yeah. Um. And this is, this could or could not have happened, but uh, I may or may not. Preferences may or may not have happened, but um, when we were in the dining hall, there were signs saying that these doors had alarms. And we would play what are, we might have played. What are the odds to see like who's gonna open the door? Who's gonna test this theory? Because we didn't think that they had alarms. So um, somebody I'm not gonna say who um, lost one of the odds and uh, just just yelled "fuck it" and walked out the doors. And this could or could not have happened. And um, the alarm did not go off. If this ever did, it may or may not have gone off. It may it, no, it did not. It might have not. We're not gonna go into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we've been going for about 45 minutes right now, and I want to tell one more story, because, uh, you know, it's, it's the winter months, and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring up, it did snow a good amount when we were in Ithaca. Uh-huh, yes, it did. And, um, I could tell two stories right now, I'm only gonna tell one, so if you ever come back on, we could tell the other. Okay. Um, the time that, uh, it snowed about a foot, and we just, just tackle football. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my! I missed that. The meta. Do you want to go into it or should I? You, I'll. If you want to go into it, you you brought it up, and I'll piggyback off what you missed. So, um, it was funny when we went to Ithaca. They said that they haven't had like a snow day in about five years. Mm-hmm. In that span that we went there for that semester and a half, we had two snow days. Yes. And one of those snow days, it really did snow hard. The other one, not as much, but they they thought like they were gonna close the dining halls, so like we stocked up on food. Um, it snowed a good amount. I, what would you say? About nine inches? Almost at like a least foot. that. It was at least nine um, inches. So where we lived on campus, we lived on the upper quads if you go to Ithaca. So where the CC dining hall is and where the fitness center is, that giant like quad, that's that was filled with snow. So all we did is we took like brooms from our room so we could make the end zones and we just played tackle football. Yeah. And when we said tackle football, like, we were, like, bear-hugging, like, going to the ground. Like, we were mm-hmm. losing, like, clothing in the snow. Oh, my God. It was it was a war zone. The amount of times I slipped that night, I swear I was about to tear my ACL because, like, my boots would not get any grip in that snow. It was just it was just a crazy time, and uh, we thought we were in the NFL. Hey, Jeremy for MVP. Jeremy for MVP. <laughs> Jay Money. I love the J Mike. Yes, that kid. I love that kid. I love that kid too. But oh, me and him, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go out together. We're gonna have a good night. Me and me and Jeremy one time. Oh yes, I, we're gonna wear we're gonna wear tuxedos and top hats, and we're gonna go out into the world, and we're gonna find him a uh, a loving wife. You get you're gonna be his wingman. I'm a, I'm gonna be the best wingman I can be. Oh yeah, you are a good wingman. Thank you. So um, it's been about. 46 minutes going on. Uh, do you have any final remarks? Do you want to plug anything uh, while you're here? Um, I'm just saying I hope everyone had a safe 2020 because everything's been a little reckless with COVID and all that stuff and have everyone a safe 2021. I hope everyone learned something about themselves. I know I have a lot about myself in this year because we had nothing else to do but just think. Um, hope no one lost a loved one. If they did, I'm just, my condolences go your way. Uh, it just ha- help everyone learn something about themselves, like I said, and just be safe and continue and growing on yourself and 
get into the gym and make yourself a better person all, every day. Dylan, it's been a pleasure. You coming on the second episode of For the Boys podcast. Um, again, thank you for coming on, and uh, we hope to have you on again soon. Thanks to everyone for listening. Please check out the Twitter. I'm going to plug Dylan's Twitter in. Uh, on our, our Twitter, I'm going to put his Instagram in. Go follow him. Go check him out. He's a great role model, and he's an even better person. Right. Thank you guys again for listening. Come back next week. We'll have an even better podcast going on. We're going to keep getting better every week. And uh, thank you, guys.